0: Welcome back to The Brandon White Show, where we have conversations worth listening to give you an edge to win in your business and your life. I'm your host, Brandon White. Here we go. Hello, friends. Welcome to the show. Today, we are doing a recap of episode 50, where we talked with Tony Wright, who has come back from a company that he founded almost a decade ago, I think, called Rescue Time. And he's back as the CEO. Tony and I actually went to college together and we were both psychology majors. And we had lost touch through the years. And one time I saw a press release or something that he was doing Rescue Time and and had already sold another company and was out in Silicon Valley. And I was in Half Moon Bay and he was over doing, I think, a Y Combinator gig or something in In Mountain View or around that area. I looked him up. We caught up for a beer and a hot dog and have stayed in touch. In this conversation, Tony shares a story of all the things he's done in his entrepreneur career, which have been really successful along the way. He did one of the largest Kickstarter campaigns ever done and built a custom platform. We talk all about that, lessons he's learned about raising money, not raising money, going back and becoming the CEO of a company that he founded and had left and how things are going. He actually moved to Austin and we talk about that as well. If you love his three HPTs, high percentage tips, you will love our conversation in episode 50. So go back and give it a listen. Here we go. Welcome to Build the Business Success Secrets, the only podcast that
1: provides straight talk for entrepreneurs. Whether you're an entrepreneur starting with an idea or
0: growing your business,
1: this show is for you. We'll teach you how to build a strong mindset, powerful body, and profitable
0: business so you can achieve success. And here's your host, Brandon C. White. What three tips, Tony? I, I don't even think I prepared you for this, but I know you well enough that you'll come up with. What three tips would you give fellow entrepreneurs who are looking to start a business?
1: Oh, boy. I mean, you know, any kind of business, I think like the, you know, this is, oops, I just turned off my, uh so, so red right up. I have this, like, you know, and God, I don't want to be like the death theme guy, but there's this great <laughs> book on, uh, on uh, that a palliative care nurse wrote, wrote about the regrets of the dying, and uh, one of the biggest regrets, of the, the top regret of dying people is living life for somebody else. And I think like, you know, there's so much pressure in the outward world to like build a business of a certain stripe, you know, whether you're if you're in the Bay Area, it's like go big or go home. And, you know, if you're uh on the East Coast, maybe it's sort of government related, Uh like you have all this sort of outdoor pressure. Here's what you should do with your life. And I think there's like, I don't I wouldn't go and say, like, do what you love, because like, you know, there's a whole There's a whole myth of that. It's like if you if you love starting businesses, you should start a business. If you love, you know, making pies, for God's sakes, don't start a bakery, right? Like but if you really want to start a business, you should love it. You should love starting businesses and you should love the market that you're in and love love serving the customers that you serve. And as bright eyed and bushy tailed as you are, and you're thinking that this is going to be a home run, like you wanna sort of be in a business that you'd be happy to sort of Have a, you know, double or a single and not a home run, right? Because that's a very real possibility. (laughs) But yeah, you got to know, like, the know the game that sort of, uh, you know, gives you joy. And for some people, it is the go big or go home thing, but I see a lot of entrepreneurs kind of forcing themselves into that sort of Bay Area all in sort of mindset. And it's not good for you. I think there's another of like, and, and you touched on this a little bit, is that, that, you're a different entrepreneur today than you were earlier. And I think there's a a fallacy that people have is that they are going to keep being the same person for their whole life. And I think you want to be cautious about sort of, uh, reassessing who you want to be at different stages of your life and be willing to shift based on Wait, I'm a different person today and I'm going to chase different goals, even if it's a reset on sort of, you know, what I was doing before. I would also say with entrepreneurship, like the, the, There's ways to do it in sort of varyingly risky ways. Every single thing that I've done was a side project, but not every single thing. A lot of things that I've done have been side projects that I built landing pages for before I had software, that I had users before I had software, that I had users before I had incorporated a company. So I think there's ways you can kind of dip your toes in this sort of entrepreneurial waters in a particular market or just being an entrepreneur in general to see if you enjoy it. Or, or if there's like hope in that market, right? A lot of times you learn that there isn't. So I think that like being cautious about that commitment until you have the data that says this is worth, you know, committing two or three years of my life to or more, or like you say, you're, uh, you said I'm about four and you're about seven in terms of, uh, about when you get the edge, like maybe I should do something else, but either way, these are big swaths of your life, meaningful percentage of your remaining life. And like, you know, again, I guess I'm the guy who talks about death, but like, you know, these next four years of your life might be the last four healthy ones you have. So um I think that sort of uh you want to be cautious about what you dedicate yourself to, because it's, it's what you're going to be doing for a while.
0: Yeah, I think the value of time, everybody says it, but you don't understand it until you get to some moment and either get really old and then it hits you or you have these moments along the way that, to your point, in many ways, your greatest sadness is your greatest gratefulness because it allows you to live life fuller than yep. just becoming this, uh I don't know, zombie. I, I do want to say like that whole thing about doing your passion. I have this, I mean, I ran that social networking site for fishermen and you know, it's like, Oh, well you love fishing, go do a fishing company. And, and, and I told, I haven't fished in eight years cause it totally ruined me. Right. I think there's something to be said that you got to sort, sort of, Understand that. So those those are really great tips. Thanks for being generous with your time and joining us for this episode of Build a Business Success Secrets. Before we go, let me ask you a quick question: Are you the type of person who wants to get a hundred percent out of your time, talent, and ideas? If so, you'll love our monthly Build a Business Success Secrets newsletter. It's a monthly playbook about the inner game of building a successful business. Recent issues have shown how to avoid losing money on Facebook and Instagram paid ads with this science-backed strategy. How to build a pitch deck to raise money in 13 simple slides. Three tips the monks use to improve concentration and get more done in less time. A five-step process to survive and thrive when things get tough. How to Optimize Your Sales Team to Grow Your Revenue, and tons of other actionable, high-percentage mind, body, and business-building tips and tricks. As a fellow entrepreneur who's aiming for nothing short of success, you owe it to yourself to subscribe. Check out the special offer with bonuses for you at bsuccesssecrets.com. That's B as in business, successsecrets.com. And until the next episode, remember, you are just one business plan away. I'm rooting for your success.